You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hey, everyone. You're listening to episode 88 of the Blended Family Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I've been so overwhelmed these last couple of weeks. As you know, we've had the kids here a lot, and the summer really just throws us out of routine. But what's really been consuming me most lately is this whole name change I've been going through. It seems like at every turn, I'm having an issue. This week's issue is with my health insurance. All I needed to do was let them know my last name changed, and they made me resubmit an application, then denied me coverage. So it was like a week of crying and working to figure all that out. Anyway, I think it's rectified now, but I'm not totally sure. So if you're going to go through the name change process, just let me know and maybe I can give you some tips, but it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. On top of that, I've got my usual responsibilities with the cleaning business. And of course, it's that time for me to shop for back to school and I have to register the kids for dance and cheer and everything else. Yeah, total and complete chaos over here. Another exciting change, our son has officially moved in with us this summer, so amidst everything else going on, we've had to get him all set up for school here since we live in a different county than Biomom, and we had to help him find a job, which he did. So yeah, it's been a stressful summer to say the least. So I'm sorry if I've been slow to respond to your emails, but I will get to them all. Some of you have already contacted me regarding the family interviews I want to do, and that's another thing I'm working on this week is getting all that prepared for you. If you missed the last two episodes, I was talking about looking for some listener participation for future shows so we can all get to know one another better. These are going to be simple, straightforward questions. I don't even really want to call it an interview. It's going to be more just a conversation between us talking about your blended family. So thank you to those who have reached out already. I'll be getting with you soon to schedule something. And if you're interested in this, please just shoot me an email at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And this is something I want to keep going for a while, depending, of course, if you all like it. So don't worry about being too late. You're not. Just get in touch with me. One last reminder, please subscribe to my newsletter. I'm going to be doing some periodic giveaways, one actually next week. If you are a subscriber, you are automatically entered to win. Just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash subscribe to join. You'll get a quiz when you sign up and I'll send you a monthly newsletter to keep you up to date on the podcast and anything else I have going on. Plus, my subscribers will always be the first to know about anything important. So today I wanted to talk about not letting the kids ruin your life. A few weeks ago, I talked about keeping your sanity over the summer, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm repeating myself, but when the kids are around so much, like over the summers, you do feel the stress of that. Let me start by saying, I love my kids, very much so, and I'm sure you do too. It doesn't make us bad parents to admit that sometimes we don't like them very much, or sometimes they drive us a little crazy. I know some of you homeschool, so you are gonna be feeling it all year long. But many of us have a bit of a break during the school year if our kids are gone most of the day. 
But regardless of what time of the year it is or when you're even listening to this podcast, kids come with stress. Lots of joy too, but you don't need help with that part. The stress is what can tear us down and it's easy to get completely overwhelmed by all of it. Depending on the ages of your children, you may be going through different challenges. From the infant stage all the way through the teenage years, you will find that every stage comes with its own set of struggles. In the younger years, you might be facing sleepless nights or temper tantrums. Older years come with attitudes and undesirable behavior. So whatever stage you're in, or maybe you're in multiple stages, right? You might have different kids, different ages, but you have to remember to not let it ruin you. It's easy to fall into a depression over what's going on or an overall feeling of hopelessness about your situation, feeling like things may never change. But I'm here to tell you that nothing is permanent. Whatever your child is going through, it'll pass. Most of the time, it's just a stage. And even though it feels never ending, before you know it, your child will move past that and onto the next stage or phase of their life. So why do we allow all of it to consume us? Because we're parents and that's what we do. But if we don't learn how to step back a little, our lives are going to be ruined and it will be our fault, not theirs. I say that because they didn't ask to be born. We chose to have them. Of course, when we made that choice, we had no idea how difficult the journey was going to be. And they aren't set out to ruin us. That isn't something they're consciously deciding to do. They're just kids being kids. And we have to guide them into adulthood. And hopefully they'll listen to at least half of what we have to say. The problem with many of us, myself included, is that we feel personally responsible for every choice they make, every decision they make, whether good or bad. We feel like whatever mistake they make, that it's our own fault, that we should have done better. Sure, sometimes that can be true if we're looking at a bad, neglectful parent. But in most cases, kids have parents that are loving and good, guiding them as best we can. But still, some kids just do what they want. So we have to relax a bit. Take comfort in the fact that you're doing your best and let go a little. I've got a great interview for you coming up with the author of How to Raise an Adult. And she's going to help us with that part. You know, the the letting go part, the learning how to let them grow without hovering. So we won't really stay on that much. That's coming next week. And actually, right now I'm speaking about some serious kid issues, but that's not the only time we feel like kids ruin our lives. There are lots of big issues and problems that can make us feel that way. And when that happens, we feel okay to express the way we feel because look, this is a big deal. My kid has a drug problem, my child is pregnant, or my child's a runaway. So when parents are dealing with the smaller issues, they feel afraid to speak up about it. It feels too small. Many don't want to admit they're completely over-parenting when they're dealing with something like sleep deprivation. They're embarrassed to complain about something like that when other parents have bigger issues to contend with. But you know, some of these small issues are the things that really get us crazy. And if we can all be honest, it doesn't matter how big or small your issue is. It can feel huge to you at the time you're going through it. So parent shaming has to stop. A new mom might feel like her colicky baby is the worst struggle she knows. Where the parent of a wayward teen thinks that parent has no clue what real struggles are. And that's the type of judgment that needs to stop. 
Parenting is the most difficult job ever. And yes, some parents have it easier than others, but unless you walk in someone else's shoes, you shouldn't judge. And most of all, don't judge yourself. Don't shame yourself for having feelings of frustration about your children. Maybe you wanted so much to have kids, and now that you do, you're ashamed to admit you're not enjoying parenting so much. I'll go out on a limb here to say that any parent who says they have never had negative feelings about their children is not being truthful. It doesn't make us bad parents to admit that it's hard, that it's painful, and that sometimes we don't like our kids very much. At the same time as having those feelings, we all know that as a parent, the overwhelming feeling of unconditional love and pride in our kids never goes away. One of the issues with blended families is that some people have a harder time having those unconditional feelings of love and pride towards their stepchildren. Again, not something to feel guilty about. It's a different type of relationship. And some of you don't struggle with this at all, but some of you do. And a lot of that depends on how long you've known the child, the age of the child, and just the type of dynamic you have. At any rate, there are some of you who feel like it's your stepchild who's ruining your life. And if you feel that way, you most likely keep that feeling to yourself and struggle with guilt over it because you don't want your partner to know that you feel that way. No matter whether we accept our feelings or deny them, they're still there. And I want you to know that whatever you feel is normal. Parenting is not going to be positive all the time. In fact, during child-rearing years, most likely you'll be faced with more negative feelings than positive. So stop beating yourself up if you are. So let's talk about different ways kids can ruin our lives. Or let me rephrase that. Different ways we think kids can ruin our lives. We have a choice whether we allow our lives to be ruined or not. So first we'll speak about all kids in general, and then we can talk specifically about blended families. I mentioned sleep deprivation. This is mostly in the newborn to one-year-old stage when the kids are not sleeping through the night. For me, that's a long, long time ago. But I do remember how badly that lack of sleep affected me in my daily life. And I was one of the lucky ones that didn't have to work during that time. Some of you have to get up and go to work running on fumes. And you can also experience bouts of sleep deprivation with toddlers that are having night terrors. My daughter is one of them. Or when dealing with sick children. And luckily, those aren't every night. And let's not leave out the sleep deprivation when our kids get older and they're out late. And so we're up worrying or they get into some type of trouble that drags us out of bed. All I can say is that it will pass. It will get less frequent. One day you will sleep peacefully again, even if it's not 100% of the time. If it's only occasionally, the sleep deprivation won't hurt you. But when you're dealing with it on a nightly basis, you need to get some help. Someone who can take over childcare so you can nap. If you don't, it's going to affect you on a whole, both physically and mentally, and then you won't be able to parent effectively. Gotta take care of you first. Something else that makes you feel like the kids ruin your life? How about lack of spontaneity? No longer going out, doing what you wanna do when you wanna do it. It's harder to have a social life. There are no more adult vacations or dinners out 
Many of you are used to this if you've had kids for a while, but if you're a new step-parent with no previous children, this sudden change can come as a shock. I know when the kids are young, it's a little harder because you have to find sitters, and maybe you feel nervous to leave the kids, or maybe you can't go too far if you're breastfeeding. But you know what I'm gonna say, and I say it all the time. You have to make time for you and your partner no matter what. When the kids are young, you can still have date night since you can't have a long weekend. If you don't trust a sitter, find a family member, or you can trade nights with some friends who are also looking for a sitter. You can still try to be spontaneous by surprising your partner with a planned date. As far as social life, sure, maybe you won't be at the bar with friends, but you can trade that for barbecues at the house with friends. There's no reason to give up on a social life just because you have children. As the kids get older, it gets much easier. You can be more flexible about who you leave them with as they will be more independent and easier to watch. And once they're in the preteen to teen years, you can start leaving them alone, depending on what you're comfortable with. Personally, I still wouldn't be okay with leaving my kids overnight without an adult in the home, but that's not because I'm afraid of them being alone at this age, but more afraid of what trouble they might get themselves into. We're kind of lucky because we have grandma living here, so it makes it easy. And Sean and I go out now, not a whole lot. We mostly go out on our weekends when we don't have the kids, but when the kids are there and we're invited somewhere, we'll go. And we don't feel guilty about that because we know that our relationship needs to be worked on and we deserve to have a life. Years ago, we've missed out on weddings and other events because we didn't feel we should leave the kids, but that didn't serve us and it won't serve you. Make sure you take the time to nurture your relationship. Next, kind of goes with your relationship, your sex life. It's easy to understand how having kids around can affect your sex life. And this really doesn't matter how old your kids are. When they're small, you're too tired and ragged for sex. And when they're older, they're always around paying attention. And besides all that, the general stress of raising children can take away all the sex drive you've ever had. Some couples are okay with being intimate once a week or even once a month, but most couples would find that unacceptable. Figure out what's comfortable for you both and make a plan to be sure that both of your needs are being met. Sexual connection is important, even more so when raising kids. We know that kids can drive us apart, not on purpose, but they just can. And your sex life is the first thing that can suffer, especially if you're stressed out or sleep deprived. And the other problem is that you each might not be on the same page. One of you may be perfectly fine with the amount of sex you're having and the other may want more or less. So you really need to communicate here to make it work. Even if you have to plan the sex, sure, that doesn't seem very spontaneous, but if it's what you need to do during these years, then that's what you have to do. Just because you're a parent doesn't mean you're not a sexual being. Maybe you don't feel sexy. Let your partner know you need a date night. Spend the time to flirt with each other. Don't take one another for granted. Compliment your partner and don't let the sex get boring. Try new things and new experiences. And most of all, communicate with your partner all the time so that you're always growing and learning about each other to keep things fresh. Another way that kids make our lives feel ruined, our homes are taken over and destroyed. Okay, so I'm being dramatic, but really everything we once had now feels like it's not ours. They touch all of our things, 
break our things, take our things. They feel entitled to abuse everything we have, whether it's our electronics, our furniture, our cars. They eat all of our food and leave their dishes lying around. They spill things on the furniture and try to hide it. They leave their dirty laundry in a pile wherever it came off. They push piles of toys and garbage under their beds and tell us they clean their rooms. They track dirt or snow into the house on freshly mopped floors. Older kids take over our bathrooms and television. There's no more privacy. Well, all I can say to this is try to set some boundaries. And that doesn't even always work. They're kids. They're designed to destroy things. You should see what my house looks like after they spend a full week here. And we even try to have them pick up after themselves. And it is frustrating. We come home from work every day to a mess. Dishes in the sink, clothes scattered everywhere, my bathroom turned upside down. And I used to stress about it, believe me. I'm a house cleaner, so it kills me inside when my own home is trashed. But I've learned to overlook certain things. Because if I don't, I'm going to be miserable. And what I try to remember is that this is temporary. One day, they'll be gone, and I'll have a clean home. And then I'll probably miss having them around in the tornado that they created. So next time you get upset, just know that this isn't a permanent situation. Next, your health. I don't want to blame the kids for your health or lack thereof, but oftentimes our health does suffer during parenting. Most often it's caused by stress, but all sorts of things can happen to you, both physically and mentally. Depression, insomnia, fatigue, digestive problems, headaches and back pain are just a few symptoms you could be having. Staying on top of your health is so important. You cannot be the parent you need to be when your health is suffering. Sometimes health issues are out of our control, and I know that. But determine if your health issues are related to parenting. If you are so stressed out that it's causing problems with your health, you need to figure out what you need to do to fix that. Trust me, the kids would want you to be healthy, even if that means less time with them to do what you need to do to get your health on track. How about your career? Having a family can really affect your career. Depending on what type of job you have, there's always going to be situations at home that can pull you away from your job. Balancing both work and family life is a challenge and a whole separate topic, but many of you struggle with this. Luckily these days, many jobs are understanding of family obligations and many companies allow work to be done from home when necessary. Whatever your situation is, make sure you and your partner work together to ensure that each of you can have the career that you want and work together to be sure that each of you can fulfill your responsibilities with your jobs. And last, finances. This, of course, probably the biggest complaint parents have. We used to have all the money we wanted and all the freedom to spend that money we earned as we wished. Now our financial state is completely different. It costs a lot of money to raise children as they get older, they need more expensive things. Young kids need toys and things to entertain them and some clothing, minimal food. As they get older, the clothing gets more expensive. The toys they want get more costly. They eat a lot more. And then you have to add extracurricular activities, sports, cheer, gymnastics, hobbies, cell phones. As they approach adulthood, you've got to help them purchase a vehicle and insure that vehicle. We're dealing with some of this now since Shani's moved in. As each kid gets a license, our insurance policy will go up. He got a job, but you know when kids first start to work, they still can't afford to pay for everything on their own. 
As parents, we have to help them get on their feet. And if you're raising girls, well, you should know they cost a lot more than boys to raise. Bras, feminine products, and makeup are added to the list. With kids, you may feel like your finances suffer and you can never get ahead. I am feeling the pain of this with you. Budget your money and come up with a system to track your expenses. This way you can see how much is being spent on food, clothing, bills, and whatever else. And then you can see where you need to cut back or where you can cut back. And once again, I'll tell you that this isn't permanent. They do grow up and hopefully start to pay their own way. Though I have been seeing a trend where kids stay home now until they're 25 or more, and I hope that's not in my house. So we talked about some of the main reasons we feel that our kids are ruining our lives. How about blended families? Everything that we already talked about are things that blended families face possibly more since the size of the family is larger. More kids equal more stress, more mess, less sleep, and a lot more expenses. But we also have some extra issues going on that traditional families don't have to deal with. One of the most common is a child trying to come between their own bio parent and their step parent. So if they don't approve of the relationship, they might try to sabotage it or they might just make it very clear that they don't like their step parent. And this is tough because the bio parent feels torn. We can't allow our children to dictate how we are going to live our lives. That includes who we choose as our life partner. And you need to be firm here and let your child know how much you love them, but they need to accept your partner. You can't allow your child to ruin your relationship just because they want to be selfish. Another issue is child support. Definitely not at all the kid's fault. Child support is set up by the parents and the court system. But couples argue over this because sometimes the amount is set and it really affects the financial state of the whole blended family. And even though it isn't the kid's fault, it still is something that makes people feel as though their lives are being ruined. They can't live the way they'd like or have the financial freedom they want as long as they're paying this money out. And I don't have a solution for this. We get paid support here in my house and we also pay it out. It's just something that happens with divorce. All I can tell you is that if you think the amount is unfair or an error, you can try for a modification. You have to remember with this, like everything else, it's temporary. It will eventually end and then you won't have to deal with it anymore. Another way you can feel your kids are ruining your blended family is if they're manipulating back and forth between households. And this is something we have discussed more than once before. They are so good at it, telling each parent what they wanna hear, causing fights, turning one parent against the other. It's happened to me. I think everyone has dealt with it to some degree. The only way to really stop it is to beat them at their own game. Go straight to the source, right to the other parent, as long as you guys are talking to one another, and communicate to them what you heard, what was said. Once you and your ex are communicating openly, the child can no longer make up lies. And usually once you catch them and bring it to their attention, they stop. And it's most effective if you're all there together. The kids quickly realize that they can't use their parents against each other to get what they want. So as you can see, there are lots of reasons we can choose to feel that our children are ruining our lives. And I just scratched the surface. 
As parents, we have to learn how to live and enjoy our lives. The stress of parenting is never going to end, even after they're grown. It diminishes, but once you're a parent, it never really goes away. You're going to go through times where it seems easy and manageable to times where it feels unbearable. And I'll share with you that right now, Sean and I, we're going through a rough season. There's some type of issue or situation going on almost every day with one of the four or more than one of the four. And when it gets rough, we try to remember that we're a team and that we have to keep a positive attitude. So when the days feel hard, lean on your partner. And when the days come easy, be joyful with your partner. Enjoy your children when they're pleasant and know that when they're difficult, it will pass. They aren't here to ruin our lives, even though it feels that way sometimes. They're here to bring joy, to enhance our lives, to teach us many valuable lessons and to make us better. And our personal growth comes from the struggle. If parenting were easy, what would we learn? So I'll leave you with that. Thank you for listening today. I hope it brings you some peace if you're going through some struggles right now. And you'll really want to join me next episode for an interview you can't miss. I've been waiting to get this author on my show for a long time. Feedback or questions can be sent to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And please consider coming on the show so we can learn more about your beautiful blended family. Email me if you're interested in that. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.